Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Monday night. We are here. We are with you. And uh, MJ, when he's done car shopping, is going to join us as well. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, you're not shopping. You're not shopping. I'm sorry. You were looking for comparisons. I was showing off. You were. You were. That's fair enough. So um, for those of you that don't know, are you sharing what it is? Are you? You talked about it. I don't know if I've even talked about it, and it doesn't even matter. I, I, after he's getting, 16, in, he's getting a new vehicle. So after we'll 16 years <laughs> of hauling all my DJ equipment in a two-door hatchback, I'm going to have a little bit more room now. There you go. There so you I'm go. I'm going to have to invest in subs soon. So <laughs> you have, have to get a second speaker. I can get. I, I, yeah, I can get a second speaker in the vehicle now. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oh, that's, see, that's see. Honestly, in today's topic, that I think that almost fits in. I didn't think about putting that in my list, so we will have to talk about this uh, when it comes time to the list. Because I did not put anything like that in my list for today's topic. You prepared in advance. Oh, I knew I was doing something wrong. You got to understand with me. If John says make a 750 word article for the new Disc Jockey News print. Um, I come up and go, hey, my first draft's 1,400. <laughs> is that okay? Well, I, all we need to do is put you and I on opposite pages. I'll go under. You go over. We're great. It'll there work. you go, John. It'll work wonderfully. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, no, we, we, we do have a good topic tonight. So whether you're new uh, new to joining us or, or catch us, maybe just happen to be scrolling through YouTube and you happen to find us, um, we've got some stuff for you tonight. Yeah, tonight we're going to kind of talk about uh, some different tips that are going to help you in your DJ business. And I wanted to leave this wide open because there's different things that we're each one of us are working on little parts of our business right now and doing different things. So it's like, well, let's let's leave this open because I think it's going to give us a little more creativity. Where so it could be, well, just we'll kind of go go with tonight's show, and you guys will get an idea of, of kind of how wide our tips are going to be. So, guys, I've been, the the <laughs> The last the last week or so has been getting the final numbers together for the tax uh, for the tax time. You know, it's that time of the year. April's coming up. If you guys uh, haven't gotten your taxes done, if you did them in January, you probably had to redo some stuff because they changed things at the end of January. But now, once past the fifteenth of February, it's pretty safe that you're good to go. And there was a few things um, as you're going through and putting together the tax thing that we have been doing over the years, and I. That, so that really was the, the impetus for sharing some tips with that. And and really my very first tip, and this is something we didn't do initially uh, because you've got your businesses and there's a lot of those transactions that you, you do at the time when we first started via check. And then that went away. Um, and then we started doing more things with transactions via credit card, whether it's online or wherever it would be. And one of the things we did in the last two years is we have gone and we have one card is Distrucky News expenses, one card is for the hometown news expenses, and one card is for the weekend handyman expenses. So we have these three different cards and we've got them separated. And then if it comes to personal purchases, that goes on uh, on a fourth area. So that way, at the end of each month, they each each one gets paid off and things are done. But when it came to tax time, it was like click download done, click download done. This was the quickest year of ever getting the all the numbers together for for doing taxes. So if you don't have business credit cards that are just for the business, that would be my first my first tip tonight is make sure that that saves you just a ton of time, or at least a debit card for the business. Some way to keep it separate. Yeah, separate, yeah. Yeah. So you're not sitting there. It's like okay, I went to Walmart and. And it says it's $110. Did I Was it for the business or did I buy something? Well, when I go to Walmart and if I, I get swiped on this card, it's a, it's a little inconvenient then, but boy, oh boy, when it came to putting the numbers together, it was quick and uh, quick and simple. So so you write off snacks? Um, if, I, if I'm going to be doing, uh, doing something where I need them, yes, for sure. Gosh, that's like, there's so much I could, you have no idea the money I spend on food just for me. And I'm not talking like expensive restaurants. I'm like, you know, like my, my, my uh, uh, raviolio budget is just through the roof. Well, you know? the thing is that they've got to be things that are taken while you're or you, right. utilized while That's you're what working. That's what I'm saying. So, I'm, I'm doing a five-course meal while I'm DJing. I'm, if always, you're, you're, I like, I'm always hungry. See, now you're yeah. Swedish fish you didn't, you didn't write off? 
I've backed away from those types of treats, and I've gone on to other ones that aren't much healthier, but they're just... <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're talking like hiking snacks now, along with a, a different kind of energy drink was Saturday. So, so okay, let's... On, my favorite little snacky thing right now is... Um, Sam's Clubs have got this, this, they're called Aussie Bites. They're these little kind of muffiny things, but it's like a granola muffin. Oh. And okay. they are absolutely, absolutely fabulous. You know, they're not sweet, like a, a sugary thing, but you can you go and, and grab one of those. And, and when you're done, you don't feel that heavy sugar. I just had a donut feel, and I'm now going to go sleep it off type of thing. What is that? What is what? Sleep? Donut? Sugar or- and make sugar yeah you, you never had so much sugar you're just like all right i'm gonna go sleep oh my gosh nothing i w- nothing makes me sleepy oh nothing like i would kill to be able to take a nap like i'm this way from oh. these literally i wake up in the middle of the night it's like dang it I, i'm gonna be up for a while <laughs> we've got it we're here now i used to overload my system i'd like drink a three three liter mountain dew and then like 20 minutes later, gone. I've never had a sugar crash ever. Oh, oh true. I, I, I'd say I you're missing out, but you're not. It, it's, I can't it's even imagine. Thing. And my sugar is good too, because my sister makes me t- check it every once in a while. She's a retired nurse. And you know, she's like, and every time, like I was at her house one day for Christmas and we were eating and I said, well, I might as well check my sugar. And she's like, well, you just ate a meal and a big piece of chocolate cake. I'm like, well, whatever. And she took it and she's like, you're fine. And I'm like, no, what's the number? And she goes, you're fine. She showed it to my other sister, and they're like, Tch. So <laughs> that that takes me into one of mine. Yes, excellent. That, that I think is important, 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 important. Now, I'm going to group several of mine together under the title of long-term mindset. Okay. Simple as that, because there's a lot of different things that I think can fall under that that isn't, I'm going to do this today. That It's something that you have to do continually. And I put in there health. And health means, to me, exercise, getting the amount of sleep you need. Don't go, oh, I can survive on six hours. I can survive on four hours. Let your body rest. I'm telling you, in the long term, you're going to benefit. You know, whatever age you are now, how old are you going to be in 10 or 20 years? What kind of shape are you going to be in 10 or 20 years from depriving yourself night after night after night after night of sleep? Um, Stress. Try to, you cannot eliminate stress from life. That just is not possible. I have tried. Um, but uh, how you handle it is is important. And that takes, I'm, I honestly believe, as long as it took you to build that bad habit of stressing over something, it's going to take you half as long, a quarter long to break that habit. So the, my mind and health become body, mind, and I'm always going to say spirit. You know, I know that's not what this show's about, but that's important to me. All of these things are part of your health. Just don't think of it as physical health. Think of it as your mental health. Think of it as your spiritual health. All of it is really important. And I, I can't, that's why I'm in my 50s uh, doing a set Saturday night that was, what was that, six hours? Just dancing and having fun for six straight hours. Standing. I don't sit down at all. I DJ, I mix, I have fun. Um, what, 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 what can someone say, you know, in their 30s? What's that, what are they going to be able to do that in their 40s? Um, you just got to keep moving, got to keep all that stuff. So, and I think, sorry, I, I rambled. No, I think that's a great, a great tip there because I think a lot of us, when we were in our thirties, twenties and thirties, we just, you know, Hey, this is the way it's going to be. You know, I'm in good shape and it's never going to change because I'm just not going to let it. I'm not going to do whatever, whether it's, you know, whatever to get themselves, you know, so they're looking like, you know, the older, their older relatives and it yet aging has a way of catching up with you. And it is the activity changes, and so you have to be more more diligent. I think is probably a good way to describe it, in in uh, looking out for your health, mental, physical, and uh, spiritual health, yeah. because there's so many things in this world that uh, you know there's there's always a there's always things around the corner that will take uh, take some of that <laughs> take some of that health away. Uh, I I use the phrase. Uh, and I always do this because I love running and I can't run as much as I want because I I've, have a lifetime of playing sports. My right knee is tricky, so I can't run every day on it. I have to kind of spread it out. And when I think about running, for me, it's it's just about uh, why are you exercising? I'm chasing the old away. That's what I'm doing. I'm chasing the old away as much as I can. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not going to do what I did in my 20s, but I'm definitely going to, you know, in another 20 years, I still want to be able to go and do things. If I go on vacation and want to go for a walk, whatever. Yeah. That That's the goal is to be the best I can be. Don't compare yourself to anybody else, but just move. Do what you can, whatever your thing is. I remember, and, and I, I'm going to jump off this real quick. When I was a kid, I was a very overweight young kid in like uh, junior high school, and I wanted to start running. And I remember my first run when I started, and it, like I said, it took a long time, but my first run was about 100 yards. Yep. 100-yard <laughs> run, walk back. Mm-hmm. And then it went to like four years later, I won a race down in Atlantic City on the boardwalk, from one end of the boardwalk to the other and back. I run my division. Um, so it's it it's something that you just got to go with, you know. Uh, don't say you're too old for it. Find whatever your thing is. Mm-hmm. So, that's sorry, sure. rambling. And, of course, that's a good segue into our March twenty. 20- First, that night is going to be basically taking care of you is the theme for the night. And we're going to be talking about uh, many of these topics, uh, having people come in and speak about how they have done it and taking care of themselves as they have progressed through the uh, through the year. So excellent. Dan. Nice. You've got a list, I'm sure. So, yeah, I do. So I, as much as I joked about not being prepared. Um, so mine is actually going to kind of piggyback to your first one, John, and, and the idea of not just the credit card, but one of the big things, one of the big things that I did for my business that really took it um, kind of to the next level. And it seems obvious, but is the idea of actually having it, its own account. Yep. My business has its own account. So um, when I, you know, when any funds that come in, anything goes into there, anytime I'm going to make payments, it comes out of there. I pay myself out of that. And so it really became a way to make sure that my business, that I wasn't paying my business, but my business was paying me, right? It was, it was, it's very easy. I think sometimes when we have, when you have one account that is your personal and your business and, and, and everything together. And even if you're like a, a single person who has no family responsibilities, it can be very tempting to just say, well, why do I need two accounts? I'm just going to have the one and, and that's all there's going to be to it. So when money comes in, it's like, okay, great. That got into my personal account. Oh, I want to buy the latest whatever. Oh, I'm going to go get it. And, and money's in the account, right? So you don't think about it in that way. And I've, I've, got, a, I've got a close friend now who is, is, has made that horrible decision because he's just in this situation where he's always, oh, I want, I want this. And, he, and he's paying for it. And he's like, he's using credit or whatever. And he's right. paying it off. But it's still this idea of using, you know, using the, the credit financing in that. And it's all coming out of his personal. I said, what, what, why don't you just pay it out of your business? Like, why don't you make sure it's in your business account and then, and then pay it straight forward. And he goes, I don't have a business account. I just, I, I wanted to smack him upside the head. I didn't, but I wanted to, because that to me has, has made the biggest, biggest leaps and bounds. It's also afforded me the opportunity that when something breaks, I don't have to go ask my wife, hey, by the way, can I take money out of our account to go repair this? It right. broke. I need it. I don't have to like I don't have to feel by that. Just, and she's kind of been the philosophy like it's in your business account. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, just don't take up the whole house with it. Uh, so, it's you know, <laughs> it's, been, it's been a great just me. I'm trying to unload some gear. Um, but no, it, it's it, it's one of those things I think that will really help your business leaps and bounds and then connect it with the idea of what John was saying, which was having its own credit card. And then putting all of your finances on that credit card. And, and, and I'm going to, I feel like I'm rambling now, but one problem that I have is when I, my personal credit card, I get cash back on. Mm-hmm. Okay. When I buy stuff for the business, if it's a big purchase, I want to use that personal <laughs> account <laughs> so that I get the cash back. Even if I don't use it for the business, I can use it for personal. And then it's like, well, like it's money. And then I go to the bank and I take it out and I just swap the funds. But it's, it's as fr- you know, as nice as that is in some aspects, the tracking then becomes harder. You know, I don't have that quick, easy, oh, this is what it was and done and, and on our merry little way. So, you know, I would encourage you to, to put all your finances, even though it's very tempting for that cashback feature, um, you know, to, to use your personal, don't because it, it can make it harder in the end as well. So to add to that situation, because I've done the exact same thing, Dan, where I've used the other card, is a tip would be to use the memo line when you do online bank transfers. <laughs> There's a memo line there, and you can actually type in what the what it's for when you're moving money back and forth. And that was also, I did that this year more often than I had in the past. And 
uh, wow, that was a that was helpful because the magic of sort. You can see with that. Uh, oh, wow! I moved a thousand dollars over there so I could go buy that speaker from that. Uh, you know, those used speakers from somebody and that type of thing. So, if you move money to or from a PayPal account, you also mark it that way. I'm pretty sure, right? Um, can you do? Can you mark? So it'll know. show a PayPal transfer with a. Yeah, note. I think you can put a note on it, or, but I don't know. I'm not, I don't know if that shows up on the uh, download report. I was curious. I, I don't. Know, I, I'm I know not sure. Mark them. I'd have to go. I'd have to go look at that because I don't know. Because um, I know it has the two email from email time, and name of who who uh, it was transferred to, the amount after. I'm not sure if the note. Uh, yeah, I, meant, I meant even if like you transferred it from PayPal to your bank account, I think you can put a note there. I think. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to I'm, I'm not exactly sure i so if anybody knows that in the chat let us know I, Otherwise. I, I'm, I don't think so as you know if i'm if i'm sending dan you know five dollars for him to go buy uh to go buy a a cup of coffee i can you know type in you know dan's cup of coffee and then he'll send a note back saying well it's 550 yeah uh, you know there is that type of a, a way to to notes but yes. i don't think beyond that so hmm. okay so my next one this one's this one's gonna be more music related. Is that for myself? My my seasons, I basically have wedding season, and then I have school dance season, and they they don't overlap virtually at all for me. So what I've I've found over the uh, over didn't not so much in twenty twenty, but is when I was in the, in school dance or excuse me in wedding season, you're playing a completely different list of music most likely than you are at school dances. So I took time, basically, kind of at the beginning of August, uh, and I even did this back when we were in CDs, is to go and start establishing uh, what some of the newer songs were. I, were. I wasn't playing them for weddings because we weren't breaking songs at weddings, but I basically went and said, okay, this is these are a list of songs. Today I would be putting together and updating my folder on new songs somewhere in that August time frame. More in the, on the wedding side is that, okay, when I'm doing school dances, now I'm not doing as much with a wedding and not getting those requests as much, but there's going to be some songs that are going over at school dances. And one of those songs was Fergalicious. I didn't play that at weddings. I was getting a lot of requests at, uh, at schools for it. And it's like, Hmm, should I give it a try? So it became one of those, I'm going to try songs to try in the upcoming, upcoming uh, season. So it was, it, the idea is that in those times when you're doing other types of dances, just to don't to get yourself completely out of that, is just just spend a little time um, putting together some music that will fit into your other seasons, so you're not uh, completely uh, you know okay it's wedding season and you're not going back to your old old list. You're able to incorporate some new things or try some new things as you uh, get into that wedding season or into the school dance season. Am I next? You are next. Okay. Um, another one for the long-term mindset, and this is something that I really, I still deal with this and dealt with it Saturday. <laughs> okay. So this is something that is really long-term and it's a philosophy. Okay. And it helps both from keeping, keeping yourself from putting yourself down and keeping yourself from getting a big head, okay? The philosophy is your best day and your worst day are not your worth. You at your absolute best is not your worth any more than you at your absolute worst is your worth. So when you have those great days, be thankful, be humble. <laughs> and when you have those bad days, don't beat yourself up. And long term, that can really help you, even if you, like, on the front of my DJ thing, I have, it's my business motto, just have fun. And there's days when I'm doing terrible mixing or not picking the right crowd, you know, music for the crowd, um, I, I, I get mad at myself. I want to do better. I blame it on me. Um, but I have to look at that just have fun because relaxing and just having fun is going to help me do a better job than being mad at myself. Mm -hmm. So long term... Your your best day and your worst day are not your worth. Your worth's a lot more than that. It's more about you as a person than what you can do with the equipment. You know, I I think. Mm -hmm. So. I think that's that one. That one's a tough one from the standpoint is that we on those bad days we like to those we can you know may bother us but we like to ignore those. 
or those negative comments because they're you know it's them that's the, they're the problem and it, and then on the good days we think that that is where we are all the time so so we have this somewhat skewed skewed uh, uh, reality of, of our skills and ability at times especially as a younger person I think that is <laughs> might be more apropos but you know yeah, it's like I a, have it the opposite way that there are days that I'm like I'm not that good then I'll do it and some you have people that I admire that I go, these guys, and they're like, oh my gosh, you're incredible. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you know, I actually have had two people that I consider extremely good DJs say, I should take your class. And I'm thinking, what the heck? So I, I'm the opposite. Um, I need to believe in me more, which is, like I said, it's a balance because everybody's going to have one or the other, or you're going to pendulum all the time, which I'm and I think of that too. And I think, I think MJ, as we've gotten older, you know, that, and I, if we use it as a scale, you know, that, you know, oh, I'm great, oh, I'm bad. I, I, there's a point that you almost feel like you're kind of you slide down here, especially after you've had children. You seem to slide down to this end of the spectrum because you know they. It's like okay, <laughs> they don't listen to me. They don't do that. Am I? What did I? So, yeah, I, I think it's one of those things we're all over and and just having that. We're never as bad as the worst days, and yeah, we're somewhere somewhere in the middle. And that's I remember Mike Mike Walter at one of his seminars. I don't know if it was this most recent one or if the one was like the one maybe in 20, 2019 where he, he basically, and, and Mike, I apologize if you're watching this and I totally butchered it. It's been a while since I heard it, but the idea is if you're not going to take credit for the dead dance floor, you can't take credit for the pack dance. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember, you know, and, and kind of vice that. versa, right. You know I mean? If you're not going to take credit for the packed one, then don't take credit for the, for the dead one. Like, you know, realize that, you have a hand in both of them, but you are not the sole reason for either of them, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and using that to kind of yeah. keep yourself in that, in that metal range. For sure. Okay. Dan, what do you got for us? So my, this next topic is something that uh, for a lot of us, you're probably going to want to just tuck away and remember for uh, probably next October if you're John, you're going to use it for the next six months and then, you know, you'll have a month off and then you'll need it again. Um, make sure that you are carrying a lock de-icer because, <laughs> all right, because you may think, oh, my lock is in the cold, but it really hasn't gotten wet. There's no real ice on it. It'll be fine. Then you roll up to the gig and you stick your key in and you go to turn the lock and nothing happens. Or you make it even worse, which I did the one time and it snapped the lock right in half or snapped the key right in half. Um, and then, yeah. And when you have one of those locks that's meant to where you're not supposed to be able to break it, but you can't get into the trailer unless you break it, that makes it even harder. So carrying the dot, a lock de-icer, I think is a great idea. Um, I, I had that happen to me uh, probably about a month ago. I was, I, got to the venue didn't think anything of it just just rolled right in got there and went and it went locked you know fortunately i'm good friends with the with the venue owner and like the head chef and i just went in and i said hey i said um any of you got a lighter and the head chef got out the flaming torch that he uses for like creme brulee and he goes here have at it and then of course you light the lock heat it up you know get it all nice and nice and hot and then you don't want to touch it for a little <laughs> bit because that's another tip that if you don't use a lock de-icer and you use a flame, metal and flame, even if it's cold. Um, I did not burn myself too bad, but uh, but it was it was a quick reminder that the metal was hot. So again, lock de-icer, then you don't have to worry about the heat. But if you do decide to use the lighter or something like that, um, loud to cool, it'll be all right. It'll still unlock in a few moments, I promise. So Dan, in Minnesota, we teach our, our kids, our teach our youngins, that if you go up there and you cup your mittens around the lock, so the lock's in your, and then you breathe on it for about 30 to 60 seconds, it'll melt the thing and it'll pop right open. It's it's called lock, you know, lock lipping, lip, lip locking, lip lock, what? Locking lips? I locking, thought that was something else. Wait, something like that. Well, that's what it came from. Oh, no, okay. I, I've actually had that happen a couple of times and... Um, had to do the cover it up and and breathe into the thing and kind of blow into it it melted it enough to get the key in but the thing is once you've done that that lock has to go inside because it will freeze up and now it'll freeze hard because you've got that humidity inside there but it is a way to get it open 
I think it depends on your lock though, too, because I had a, I have a, um, you have a combination. Oh, if you have a combination, I yeah. have a, yeah. if you have a spit, no, um, like where the, where the, it was like a circle. And, and so the, the, the lock piece slides around in it. Oh yeah. yeah so yeah, the yeah. problem that I had was the bottom, like it has a drip tray, but it didn't drip out. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, so we don't get fancy yeah, ones so, like that here. We only get master locks. And if I if I'm not mistaken, that's not an outdoor lock. Isn't that supposed to be one you're using on the inside? So no, mine is it's it's, bo- it's for both. Oh, okay. It's for both. Okay. It even says indoor outdoor. Uh, I've only seen them on uh, storage units actually inside. So, huh. but but yeah, the, it it happens, and there's nothing worse when you get to a spot and you either forgot the key, or it's frozen, and you're like, ah, now what? Yeah. Yeah. Learning yeah from experience i have that yeah i know what yeah you mean. yeah exactly you mr put it in the back seat yeah oh my car i, I washed my uh, car we fold and... the back seats down oh, and then just you. shove everything in to the best of our ability <laughs> don't forget okay. to move the passenger seat up because that gives you another six inches if you move it exactly <laughs> i love sorry I, I just saw the i saw the chat gus hit it lock the icer flamethrower and of glove to be added to my safety kit. <laughs> yeah, his backpack. There you go. Uh, I forgot about the other gloves. Yeah, that that's good. awesome. Good. Um, so I've got a couple, a couple more here. The the um, the one that I, I've been working on myself, and I think this is something that we, we all is is the saying please and thank you much more in life. You know, there's a lot of people who are doing a lot of things for you, whether you're at an venue and maybe somebody's holding a door open or somebody's doing this, that, whatever. You know that taking that second and giving them a sincere, you know, look them in the eye and say, thank you. Uh, as opposed to, uh, kind of blowing them off, taking that, that just that little bit of time, whatever, whatever it is, even with, you know, children, you know, when they do something is trying to give them that positive reinforcement. Um, this is something that I personally have been working on. And I think, uh, as a society, we probably could all work on it a little bit more. It's just saying please. And thank you just a little bit more. Not much debate. On Thank that you one, for that one, John. Yes, you are very welcome, MJ. And MJ, would <laughs> you? Please, would you? Dan didn't say it, so I thought yeah. I should. MJ, would you please go next? <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. Um, I have two. Like I just realized now that all of mine are all like mental. That's fine. <laughs> um, and I and I'm not sure which way to go, so I'm just going to go top down. Um, again, this is kind of under the long term, but it's not. Um. Uh, I, I have it marked like this, drive and ambition, because that will take you a lot further than talent will, okay? Um, nothing is ever going to be handed to you, and this was the toughest one for me to learn. You will not be discovered. You will put in the work, and you'll be making enough noise to be heard, but no one's going to just walk up to you and offer you something. You're going to have to put work in, and it's going to take drive and ambition over the long term. If you think it's going to take you two years to accomplish something, think in your mind it's going to take me six. I always say that. If you say, I'm going to get that done by this summer, bless your heart. (laughs) It's not easy to do, especially if you live life or especially if you have family. uh, If you work a day job on top of doing this, all those kinds of things. Um... You have to get up off the couch. You have to say no to the TV. Uh, you have to say no to social. I have a friend of mine just did this long post about uh, dieting's terrible because everything social involves food. And I'm thinking, no, it doesn't have to. So instead of going out to eat with your friends, go for a run with your friends. Or, you know, he bicycles. I said, go do sure. that. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it was like, I just, he's younger than me too. And he's whining. I'm like, don't make me pull the old man card on. <laughs> He actually I'll said one it. time, yeah, he's, he he DJs, and he said one time about, like, yeah, I don't know if I want to DJ forever. And I'm, and I'm like, yeah, I said, I feel you. He goes, yeah, I don't want to be like one of those guys in their 50s and DJing. And I went, you mean like me? He's like, oh, dude, I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean <laughs> So it, it's, it's going to take some drive in you to keep it going. And I don't think that money is going to drive, is going to be enough drive. I really don't, because you can get paid all the money in the world, and you still would want to quit if you didn't have a drive aside from money, because money, money comes and goes. So, drive and ambition. If you can find that fire, I like I like that uh, the the idea of you. 
when you were talking about being discovered is that yes people use that phraseology that oh they discovered he was discovered but how did you say it before that that you need to be doing so you're, you're heard this this was how it was said it, it was like right about the time where uh the internet was really getting into um doing a lot of the social stuff it was before facebook it was in the myspace era and it was always prior to that you had to be in a major market to be heard as they said mm -hmm. but they said because of the, the the internet world now and being and it's way different now than it was because we have social medias we youtube wasn't back then none of that they said if they said if you're making enough noise in your city you'll be heard by the right people so these people who get discovered have years of work under their belt you don't see yeah exactly Man. um kid rock this was one of the things he did that i thought was impressive he was ready to quit he said i'm going to give it one more just throw down thing and he had some venue in detroit that he he put together a show um uh he did everything to get everybody there he said he put everything into this night every piece of money he has everything for this one last shot to be making enough noise and to show people that he can pack an arena and this was way before he got hit and he did but it was all those little shows getting there that prepared him to be able to put that show in place himself for himself it wasn't someone going hey come in and do it he put the whole thing together for himself to be seen and uh, it's stuff like that you really have to put your own work in I, I know people who represent themselves when they call and do booking sure you know I'm, I'm so-and-so's booking agent you know like you know and it's just them um, it's all work you have you have to do this you know it's it, but it's gonna take drive but no one no one's gonna hand you anything yeah yeah and I think if they do if they do they want something <laughs> there's strings attached somewhere yes <laughs> that there is oh good good uh, good information there Thank you, MJ. Dan, do you welcome? Do you have something you could please share with us? I do, I do. Which is going to be kind of interesting that it, that mine is following up MJ's conversation there because it, it it could sound to the wrong person that this is contradictory. But you know, I'm hoping because yeah, I disagree. <laughs> I disagree, man. It's not right. No, no. But do not. But, but my next tip, and this one kind of goes deep. But do not let your business become your life. Mm -hmm. It is very easy for us to get caught up in that drive, get to get caught up in that ambition of, I want that. And so I'm going to commit everything that I have and everything that I am 24 seven to being that. And the problem is you have no balance, right? The, there's such a thing as having a drive and, and using a time period to go after some things and, and maybe even you know, in the case of Kid Rock, going above and beyond to give it that one last ditch, you know, shot. But when when you think about your life, there, there's only so much time that you have. And so whether whether this is a career that you're making, whether it's a, a side piece, a, a side job that you're doing, whether it is, you know, maybe even just a hobby and, and you're thinking about making it a go, if you commit everything that you have and only to that, you're losing out on everything. You're losing out on social opportunities, concerts, you know, picking up a, a, a pickup game of basketball or, or softball or, you know, potentially family and friends that are, are not going to stick around. I mean, I, I have unfortunately seen, you know, some friends of mine and, and some acquaintances of mine who have thrown themselves so much into their career, you know, DJing and otherwise, that out of nowhere, you're like, wait a minute, they're not at their house anymore. Yeah. You know, they're no longer with the, you know, their spouse and, and have, have since, you know, gone, gone separate ways. And it, and it really was their business was what killed everything else off. So, you know, finding that even balance is going to be key. And, and it's very hard to say, you know, well, what's the, what's the key amount? I, I would say, you know, if, if you feel that you're not putting a fair amount of time into both, then you're robbing, you know, that, that social side, that friends, the family, the, the, the pieces beside you don't, don't look back and have the regrets on the time. Can I add, cause I a hundred percent agree, but I want to add a, a very scary little picture. Um, again, I support in doing the work, 
but if you have a family, you have to have that time. I, in that drive of all I did, was just me, which is different, okay? Mm -hmm. But just like Dan said, I tried to be a vocal artist for years, put everything I had into it, sold my house, rented a room off a friend of mine's mom for $150, anything to keep out there and keep doing this. And then when I finally quit, I hit a very dark spot in life because I did not know who I was. Right. I had I did not have an identity that I understood. I didn't have a, a where's my next step? What's my place in life? What am I doing? And that's dangerous. That's real dangerous. Well, it's kind of like some some of this you know the philosophy you hear you hear people who decide that they're going to go to college for sports. Yep. Right. And, and you know that that's that's my degree. I'm getting a football scholarship. You know, football degree, whatever you want to call. It. And and so what ends up happening is. You know, the, the story is, okay, well, what's your backup plan? I don't have a backup plan. I'm going to make it big. Yeah. And then what happens when you don't? Not yeah. because you haven't put the work in, but maybe something somewhere along the way prevents that from happening. Crap happens. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it, you, you, now have, you now have nothing in your back to square one or, or you have this void of, of questioning everything. And now you also feel like, oh, now I'm behind on where I could be if I had at least had something that I was working with. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's my place was a dark place. I, I can't begin to tell you that. Mm. And it's taken more than 10 years to get myself balanced out in reality. But yeah, I, I still throw myself into it pretty hard. Though. Yeah. I, I, I could see it, though. Because I don't have a social life. This is yeah. what I do. But I mean, if you, you literally, when everything is revolving just around uh, around building that dream or, or dealing with that dream, and then once a person steps away, and that would be a, it would be a, a huge shock. Yeah. Huge shock indeed. Uh, let's see. So, so one of the discussions this past week was online that I saw, and I, I kind of thought this would be kind of fitting. Is is they were talking about um, about the way of, of playing? Do you play to the crowd? That whole discussion. Do you play to the crowd, or do you play the music you want to hear, depending upon um, depending upon your events? Uh, of course, uh, that obviously is parts to it, because as MJ has uh, has has said that he's he has some some guidelines of what he's to do when he's playing at the casinos. But the choice of music and such is kind of in his boat, as opposed to our situation with weddings. Our choice of music is kind of in the couple's, you know, our boat a little bit, but kind of in a couple's hands. But ultimately, in any of the situations, we're there to entertain and please a crowd or a specific group of people. And I think at times as DJs, we go and we watch what they did at, in, at uh, the MEX show, the DJs up on stage. Some of them were playing to the crowd. Some of them were just up there showing, you know, showing off some incredible mix skills, which are great. But we as entertainers are there to make the evening a little bit better for these people who have either come in there and paid money to be on our dance floor or people who have paid money or, or either someone else has paid money for them to be entertained for the night. We're there to make their nights just a little bit better and to serve that crowd in one way, shape or form. And I think sometimes that as DJs, we kind of get there, you know, they should love every mix I do and they should love everything I play because I'm who I am. And we get kind of away from the idea that we're there to facilitate and serve that crowd and hopefully have help them have just a little bit better evening. So serving the crowd, keep that in mind. That whole servant attitude that, that if you have, if you can get that down into life, true. <laughs> It helps you in a lot of ways. Yeah, that it does. I'm still working on, again, all the different things that I'm working on in life. <laughs> and that that's honestly where a lot of my life has come from, going back to what Dan was saying, is that I spent so much of my time focusing on that stuff that other people did in their 20s and 30s to get their life in a balance where they wanted it to be. I put all that on hold, like literally everything. And now I'm kind of trying to figure out where I'm standing now as a human on this planet, minus talents and business and all of that. Um, and that takes me to my next one, which is very much tied into both Dan's and mine. And it's a long-term mindset. Uh, treat it like a business, not a party or a social life. So that means separate your time for partying, separate your time for social life. Your job is not your social life. Your job is not a party. It is your job. It is your business. Treat it like a business, 
not a social life or a party. So there you go. And I think there's there's decisions that get made. If you're looking at something as a party, you're going to take and do things that you're going to probably end up regretting. If you look at it as a business, yes, there's going to be times that the decision will be made for a business decision, and it'll be something you use like, oh, it would have been great to do that, and it probably would have been fine, but you made a decision because it didn't pay anything. It didn't cover your bills, and you have you kind of like to eat once in a while, so you have to make that decision, and I think that's, that's a, a, a great tip, especially as a younger DJ. We don't quite do that very well the younger guys where i got that mindset from is is the younger guys will tend to after they're done or before they're djing drink and get drunk and be part of the party and you got to realize you're there to to do a job yeah you know and uh it, it can go it can go awry really quickly in that world i mean and you can get caught up in a circle of things that you know give you a bad name to where people don't want to work with you yeah or hire you so it's you you have to it's a, I hate to say this. A friend of mine said ye, in the 90s when he was helping me, he goes, don't eat and crap in the same place. I've heard that one a few times. Yep. <laughs> and it's kind of, that's kind of, my way is a little bit better. <laughs> don't let you work. Yeah. Treat it like a business. Yeah, that's probably better. It, it's tough because you want to socialize with people and you want to be friends with people, but sometimes oh, yeah. you have to say that there are DJ friends. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I think there's also, there's a, there's a time and a place for everything. So for example, there's a ways to be social without being, uh, without crossing that line, you know, and especially like in the mobile, the mobile side, every once in a while, I'll, I'll have a wedding where I'll have, you know, usually it's one of the groomsmen's who comes up and he goes, you guys are doing a great job. I, you know, can I get you a beer? <laughs> yep. No, I'm good. What? Don't you drink? Not when I'm working. Oh, but, but this is a party. I know and I'm working it. And so it's like, you know, it's just that it's just that mindset of like, you know, like, listen, like I'm how I'm all for like, let's be buddies and, and everything else. And let's sing at the top of our lungs, but there's a line I'm not going to cross because I'm working. And, and I, you know, that social, that social piece, you know, needs to have that, de- that definition. And um, yeah. Speaking of drinking at a line, you won't cross mega seg. My water's empty. I had to. I was really thirsty. I know my water's empty. I came out a half hour earlier, earlier than usual, and it's like, gosh. You've <laughs> never been pressured into drinking while DJing. I was doing. Uh, I don't know how, because I don't do house parties, and I got, uh, you know, horn swoggled into doing a house party for a friend of mine. Very huge house. Very rich family. I'm, I'm there DJing. A teenage dude walks up with a full bottle of, of uh, some sort of clear alcohol. I don't even remember what it was. And said, hey, man, you want a drink? And I'm like, no, I'm good. He goes, no, no, I know how you DJs like to party here. Drink. Until you've been peer pressured into drinking by a 15-year-old, you've not known peer pressure. Yeah, can't say I've ever had that. <laughs> so, yeah, you, it's, there's, you, it's a business. You have to treat. You're not, you're not there to get to drink and have a good time. I mean, you are to have a good time, but not in the same mindset. So it's, again, long-term mindset, trying to keep those worlds a little bit separate. My, for me, I talk a lot. So I have to fight not to tell people stuff about my life. Mm. If someone mentions something about a car, I don't bring up that I'm getting into. I try really hard not to. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to a couple DJs the other day, and I mentioned something about teaching DJ classes. And I'm like, why did I even bring that up to them? It just started questions that I didn't want to answer. <laughs> you well, know, tell me like, about your DJ class. No, I don't want to. Leave me alone. Where's my basement? I'm just, going to my basement. It wasn't quite like that. It was like because I know the one dude might end up trying to, to teach there, too. Sure. That sort of thing. And it's like I don't, I don't want to give them my work. Damn. So I don't need to tell them about where I work and what I do. I'm drawing a line. You figure it out on your own. I'm not holding, I'm not keeping jobs from you, but I'm not, you know, I don't need to talk about everything I do. I don't have to. It's just my mindset. I could be totally wrong. Yeah. Dan, I think it's up to you now. I think you're up there. You're up next there. All right. So mine's mine's more, you know, we went deep before and now we're going to, now we're going with more practical and and light. And so, you know, for where a lot of us are, you know, North Northern areas, Right, we haven't maybe done a lot of events over the winter. Are we kissing a padlock right? again? No, no, it's okay. not a padlock. I, I promise. Good. I was going to say time, next time we hear from him, it's going to be someone showing a picture of him trying that and getting his tongue stuck on it. Yeah, yeah don't tongue the lock. <laughs> hey, you told me to do that, John. John, you told me to do that. Triple dog, dare you? Yeah. Um, 
No, but but the idea of, of, of taking some time here before your season really kicks into gear full force to where to where you're going to be doing an every weekend type of, of situation. Take some time to sit down with each of your equipment, each piece of your equipment. Make sure that everything is clean. Make sure it's tidy. Make sure your cables are working. Make sure you have backup cables. Make sure you know where those backup cables are. Make sure you know, you know your battery supply is restocked. Like all of the, the little things that go into, you know, if I didn't have that, that night's going to be horrible. But I don't think of it because it's not the big speaker that I'm carrying in. Like when yeah. you look in your when you look in your storage area, I, wherever it is, whether it's in a vehicle or whether it's actually in a storage area, I would assume that you can quickly identify that's my speaker. Good. That's supposed to be there. That's my that's my you know DJ coffin. Good. That's supposed to be there. But you probably don't know about the bag of cords and that every cords in there and whether it's been there's a little cut in one or whatever so so taking the time to inspect your gear make sure it's clean make sure that it's working and make sure you have the proper backups and the the um the supplies that you can run out of all of a sudden i'm blanking on my name um expendables i think anyway making sure that they're consumables Thank you. Consumables. I, I, I knew expendables wasn't quite the right term. So making sure the consumables are, are stocked and ready for the next, the next little while. And then buy one of these. I just put it in the chat room. So, well, they're going to see it in 30 seconds. So they're already seeing it. And now I'm talking about it. But when you're looking at your cables, you buy the moat from an LFX pro, the mother of all testers. So you can test all of your cables and then you will be, the one with cables that function. Ta-da. Da-da-da. Wow. Oh. That's you know, it. I needed that. I just had a conversation with a bunch of DJs about the fact that, you know, I buy my, try to buy my uh, XLR cords and stuff from Guitar Center because if you keep your things, they just replace them and all that stuff. Right, yeah. And then they, this was just Thursday night, I swear to you. And then, then they said, oh, you never really, you never, never see XLR cords go bad that much. And I'm like, well, I do occasionally. Yeah. Saturday night, two of them. Mm. Wow. So freaking mad. <laughs> so, yeah, test stuff. Yeah. Heavy, just heavy don't end. pull it out of a bag like me. And, and the, thankfully... I had two in the bag, mm-hmm. so I was okay. Yeah. Plus a whole car full of them. I always keep... I, I was going to say, you, you have more, you have like under your seats, tucked in. I think you, you actually use it for cushions, don't you? You, <laughs> you stuff in the cords and then you just sit on the cushions. If it was, if, you know, it's, well, it's there. It's just, there's a bag of, uh, of uh, uh, what do you call those at the end? Like um, adapters. Hmm. Okay. And then there's a bag of, cords then there's a bag of shorter cords <laughs> there is headphones there is uh controller power there is computer laptop power there is earbuds which i'm back to using those again mm-hmm. I'm, you know figures but uh little things like that maybe that should be my final tip not the other ones but yeah absolutely <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just rambling at this point. We're good, we're good, we're good. We're yeah, gonna, we got to wrap things up here anyway. We are up, we are about 10 to the hour. Oh, wow. Um, so before the show, I did a little video and put that up uh, for those of you who were kind of trying to follow. the With the print publication that just came out, we had our little contest, the DJN Returns, hashtag DJN Returns, uh, where people who got the paper would take it and take a selfie with it and then post it with that hashtag. We had quite a few entries, and I did a drawing with that earlier this evening and then uh, did the video, and Mark Beecher is our winner for the first NLFX gift certificate. And I say first is because we're going to do it again next month with the May issue. We're going to be doing another certificate. Uh, The first one was a $100 certificate. Next month, we're going to do a $200 certificate. So everyone can jump in who is already in the first one, but you have to have the May issue. And you'll have to take the May issue, like you're reading it, and take a selfie. And then put that up on social media, Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook with the hashtag DJN Returns, and you can be into the contest. Now, if you don't get the paper, you can also go and get it and print the front cover of the paper because it's free online. So you can print that and you can enter that way also, but that's a little more hassle. The way you get the paper, though, mailed to you is go to uh, 
go to djntv.com slash subscribe, and that will take you right to the spot where you can go and sign up, and the May issue will be going out. Uh, probably t- our, my goal is to have it out on that last week of April, so it should be getting to people that first part of May. So that's coming up. I can't help what I'm about to do. Uh-oh. It's going to oh, be no. May. It's going to be May. Oh. It's going to be May. So I got scared there for a second. Um, so tomorrow night we'll be um, – we're going to be putting up a couple of, we've got a couple of videos going in. And, uh, well, tonight we've got Howie coming up next after we're done here. Tomorrow night we'll be doing uh, one of the, I think, Howie's show from last week or the week before. Uh, so there will be a 9 o'clock show tomorrow night. And then at 10 o'clock we'll be back in the chill room, djntv.com slash chill. That's where Howie is tonight. Tomorrow night it will be Brian J. and Howie in there. Uh, MJ, are you off on Wednesday night? I am. I was going to do a show on the 16th, but now that you're doing that thing on the 21st, is that correct? Yes. The, uh, That's the seminar, yeah. I'll probably do a show on the 23rd okay. and i just sent out an email today i'm trying to see if virtual dj will work with us and maybe try to get you guys you know like maybe you know who knows yeah. um so we are working towards that because that's been a very popular show the the uh, virtual dj question open question so oh how thank much? you all for tuning into that and we do have another one coming this month for sure yeah how much fun would that be to get some of that uh, you know that kind of behind the scenes information too yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. So, so yeah. So Wednesday night we'll have a couple of the uh, couple of more shows. Then that will be that will be streaming that uh, we're from the chill room. So you guys can uh, look for shows Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday this week. Excellent. I think that's time for us to wrap it up. Uh, DJNTV.com/slash/chill is where Howie's at in about eight minutes. All right. So thank you very much, everybody, for uh, tuning in. Maybe you got some tips. You jot some down. I know there's some extra ones that were being uh, thrown in the chat, so you got a chance to jot those down as well. Use them, abuse them, make use of them. That's what they were there for. But have yourself a wonderful night, and we'll see you next time. Bye.